0: Welcome to another edition of the Latin Babbler show where we are championing our amazing Latinas culture each week and every week on all of your favorite apps on on Radio 89 and on Seattle Hip Hop Radio. I am your host the Latin Babbler and I am riding solo today. The rest of the team has a well-deserved week off as we get ready for Costa Rica and some of the other amazing things that are going to be taking place this week. So what i will be doing is i will be answering some of the questions that i asked on social media specifically instagram throughout the show and we will always showcase some great music for you but first let me hook you guys up with some updates we have had some great content that's been going out to completely change the website so if you haven't gone go to www.latinbabbler.com we now have some amazing articles that are written by various of our teams, such as Juan and Sarah and Cecilia. And we're doing movie reviews. We celebrate Pride Month. Uh, So if you haven't been going to the website, you are completely missing out. And we have a new series that's going to be coming out on IG Live every Thursday, and it's called Founders. We are going to be showcasing some young Latinx entrepreneurs. So very good stuff. You got to go check it out. It's going to be very exciting. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some of the questions that were given to me on Instagram. The first question that was provided to me is, what made you start the Latin Babbler show? Well, it's kind of a funny story. There's an interview out that gives us a little bit of insight on that, but I'm going to give you the details. So my cousin, because we are a family show, out, actually wanted me to join her a while ago on a radio show that she used to have where they used to play music just nonstop, 24-7. One day she hit me up and said, dude, you talk a lot. You know, it'd be good to have a show together. And I was like, I'm not sure if I want to do that. I'm not really in the mood for kind of recording. My life was really busy at the time. So it was really hectic. Well, then at one point, the pandemic hit and we had just gotten back. We were touring California to see if we were interested in actually going that direction. And we were like, you know what? Let's go ahead and try it out. So what we had done is all of us got some just basic tools. I think we bought like $25 mics. Some of us had headsets. The other ones were using uh, iPhones. And we started recording on Podbean. And on Podbean, it was actually very interesting because it was actually a live session. So it meant that whatever happened, that's what it was going to be. That's exactly whatever came out of our mouths that was going on. And we had people who came into the chat room And they were participating. We were taking some questions there. And it was a lot of fun. Now, the show originally started with each of us kind of talking about different things. So, for instance, Tigera and Rocky, they would be talking about nightlife and, you know, dating uh, situations that went bad. I, myself, I just talk about different topics, whether it be politics or, you know, different things that were taking place in the community. And El Bojique would actually talk about conspiracies because that was his thing. He's a conspiracy theorist. So we had a lot of fun trying to get all of that accomplished in one shot. And as we went along, people really started enjoying it, but we decided to get off the Podbean platform. We weren't going to do them live anymore because we wanted to move in kind of the next step of editing. So we then decided to go and create different type of content. And we moved from a, you know, different discussional type content to very, Latino-oriented content, I wanted to make sure that in some way, shape, or form, I was representing the community and that the show itself would become a voice for a lot of the topics that are either stigma or people we're not talking about on the radio or on TV or even in some of the podcasts. And there is a lot of podcasts out there and a lot of good podcasts out there. So I suggest that you, you know, try to listen to some of them. But don't forget, you got to listen to us first. And I think that it worked out really well because we started hitting on topics like celebrating Latinx and, you know, Afro-Latinx. And we started talking about different things like colorism, um, also talking about, you know, a lot of the stereotypes that go on mental health. I mean, we just put out an episode on immigration, so we've been able to hit on a lot of different topics that I think resonate with our community. Uh, One of the things that we wanted to do was we wanted to make sure that we represented artists and not just artists, painters. We wanted to represent music. We wanted to give indie bands the ability to showcase their voice where they wouldn't get that opportunity on the mainstream cycle. And so every week, even like tonight, we will actually go ahead and and we want to showcase an artist. So if you know any artists out there, if you're an artist yourself, send us in the information and we want to be able to showcase you and we will, you know, plaster you everywhere. All of our social media accounts. You'll get a nice little write-up on the website and we'll actually play your songs here on the radio. And as soon as that podcast goes out, and the shows go out to the different websites, it's going to be showcased everywhere. So, you know, just something to think about. But we decided that that was a very important thing. And we've had poets, you know, uh, people like Sofia Escalante. You know, we've been able to give them a voice as well. We've had IGs where we are talking about mental health and breaking the stigmas for that. So that's kind of where, you know, that's what made us start where we are now. And we're kind of riding with it. So between that and, you know, creating different programs like the founders, it's looking like it's going to be in a good direction. Now, we had somebody else ask me, what is the Latin World Tour coming out? And we have to apologize. It's been a really long time since we actually put out an episode for the Latin World Tour. So I'm just going to give you guys uh, some information. So our Latin World Tour, we got some great episodes that are actually going to be taking place we just recorded costa rica with actor johnny castro and international vocalist Ann rosen and we're also going to be recording colombia with our friends uno dos tres andres and you guys have seen them you know on previous episodes and we're going to be showcasing their culture they are i mean they know their roots they all of these influencers and guests that we have really know their country and so we were waiting to make sure that we had the proper presentation in order to get that for you. So, and then we're gonna be recording Cuba with Jason Caceres Lopez. And he's actually a dear friend of ours. He does a lot of work with my daughter who's an influencer and he's going to be coming on. And obviously Cuba is gonna be a very interesting topic because you know, not many people visit Cuba. So we're gonna be talking it from a first generational. I'm gonna be giving some examples from what I've said, living in Miami at some point. So it's going to be great. And I think that once we start getting those episodes going, it's going to really shine. And uh, one of the feedbacks that we've been getting is a lot of the parents that have been listening to the show have told us that they have used it as a teaching tool for their kids so that they can learn different cultures. And we've been able to do that with Bolivia. and We've been able to do that with some of the topics that we've spoken about So that is actually the ultimate compliment because that's what we're trying to do here at the Latin Babbler Show. So why don't we go ahead and actually do one of the things that we do most, and that's the Artist Spotlight. So today Artist Spotlight is Angel City Fiddle Squad. Angel City Fiddle Squad is what happens when Johnny Cash is handed a fiddle and plays with the Ramones. That's the way they describe themselves. They are a party band at its core, their unique fiddle driven, rockish bluegrass is a mashup with a thrash country cowpunk. I'm not sure what that means, but we're about to find out. So, the sound that routinely results in dancing and shouting, that I can believe. And here is one of their latest songs Youngblood. is Young Blood by Angel City Fiddle Squad. Actually, a really good song. I was actually Jensen to that. So let's go ahead and go back to these questions that some of you guys sent me. And, and this one gets a little personal, so I'm not sure. It says, I don't ever see you posting a significant other. Is there a Mrs. Babbler? And the answer is no. And I ain't looking for one. <laughs> there is a time and a place for everything. And for me, I'm still working on myself. So I'm doing a lot of different things. I'm trying to... Um, work on a lot of different projects. And I feel like when it's the right time, you know, that time will happen. So we will leave that one alone. But I decided I wanted to answer just for those people out there who were really curious enough to ask me that four times. That was a question that was asked four times by different people. Question number four, what was the idea for creating something Latino and making that as a part of the show? Actually, that's a really good question. And the reason I say that is because we actually added that in the middle of the way through. So we moved out from the conspiracies gone wild and we decided we were going to go on the something Latino. So one of the reasons we created this segment is because a lot of people don't know about some of the facts concerning our culture. Even myself, I was sitting there learning as we came up with them. So it was important for us to have a segment that we just specifically chose out to provide something new. And maybe you know it and maybe you didn't, but we've had a lot of people who have reached out to us and said, hey, you know what, this is something that's really cool. And so we kept it and we've been running it since. And if you notice in our world tours, we actually call it something with the name of the country. So if we're doing Costa Rica, it's something Costa Rican or something Dominican or something Bolivian. And the reason being is is we obviously wanna showcase that specific country. So with that said, this week, I wanted to give you some fun facts about our community that you might not have known or you might have. So in this week, something Latino, here we go. 1968, the Hispanic Heritage Month was created by President Lyndon B. Johnson. Because it is when the anniversary of five Latin American countries celebrated their independence. You had Costa Rica, you had Honduras, you had El Salvador, you had Guatemala, and you had Nicaragua. So all those five countries celebrated their independence. And so at that same time, Hispanic Heritage Month was created. So very, very cool. So here is something that you didn't know. In 2000 to 2011... Hispanics accounted for 55.4% of the U.S. population growth from that time frame. That is more than half. And because of that, in 2012, companies began to heavily target Latino consumers. And at the time, Hispanic communities purchasing power was estimated to be 1.2 trillion dollars. So going back to that Latinx business episode that we threw. Remember, we did our part. We did our part. So here's one that's always up for debate. So I'm going to throw it at you. Hispanic versus Latino. The term Hispanic and Latino tend to always be used interchangeably. So we'll say, oh, we're Hispanics, we're Latinos in the United States. The origin of Hispanic is to reference, you know, Spanish-speaking people. Same for Latino or Portuguese-speaking countries like Mexico, Costa Rica, Brazil. But contrary to many beliefs, Hispanic is not a race. It is an ethnicity. So there you go, there you go. All right, moving on to the next question. What was your biggest struggle that led to where you are now? That is actually a loaded question. And the reason being is is we we tried to answer it in the view, we just don't have enough time. So if you want to go down that road, it was about 14 years ago. And I was working for a very reputable company. I'm not going to say the name, even though I've said it in other episodes. I don't want to get killed or sued. <laughs> so, I was working for a very reputable company, and they decided they were going to overhire and then underhire. So, what ended up happening is, is a lot of us got laid off. And because we got laid off, it was a tough time to try to find work immediately. Well, that led to me and my family. I was a single dad at the time. That led to us having to move in the transitional housing unit, which is like a family shelter. And because of that, we had to attend different classes. You know, the kids, they had it rough. They had to go to school and these little buses and things like that. You can imagine what kind of mental distress that would have caused on the children at the time. At the same time, for me, I'm sitting there looking for work. I'm dealing with the fact that I'm sitting here in this uh, homeless shelter, per se. And so for me, I had to find a way to get out of that situation. So it was time for me to kind of change my way of thinking. And I decided I was going to teach myself a trade. I volunteered at this place called Hope for Ex-Offenders. The owner there, Melvin, or not the owner, but the man who was in charge of the place, looked at me and said one time, I don't know what you're doing here, but you should be doing something bigger. He's like, you have all of these different skills. I'm not sure how you're not utilizing them somewhere. And for me, I was like, you know what? You might be right, but this is a situation that I'm in now. So he taught me some of those different things. And he made me utilize the ones that I already knew to try and increase my knowledge in that area. And we do that here at the show. So we have a lot of people who have a lot of gifts, have a lot of talents. And one of the things that I want to do is give them the opportunity to express themselves, give them a voice, give them something to uh, that they can call their own to put on their website. So when you go on a website, you'll see their name, it's theirs. It's theirs. The only thing we're doing is we're like the vessel, we're hosting them. So very much like that, I did the same exact thing at Hope for Ex-Offenders, and Melvin did the same thing for me. So one night I decided I'm going to learn a trade, and I sat there till three o'clock in the morning, every night, learning how to do web development. Taught myself HTML, taught myself CSS, and I did this for approximately three to four months. And then after that, I joined some of these small little websites, you know, that you now they're called Fiverr, now they're called Upwork. And I was competing there day in and day out with some of the people in this uh, in this community. And there's a lot. And a lot of them are overseas. So if you've never seen it, you have to turn around and actually go there. You probably purchase some logo or some type of service there. I do it even now. One of our uh, podcast editors is actually from Fiverr, uh, Fiverr. And he's very good at what he does. So it took me a while. And it finally was until maybe two to four months in that I finally landed my first little gig. And I remember that I was really excited. A gentleman by the name of Brian Ferry, one of my mentors till this day. And he gave me the opportunity to work on small little projects for him. And I remember him telling me, how much do you get paid for doing this? And at the time I was earning you know, earning $200, $300 a project. And he goes, do you know how much I get paid for what I do? And I'm like, no, but I'm assuming a lot because you're the one paying me. He's like, well, and I'm not going to give the number. And I stayed in awe. And he goes, you're underpricing yourself. You're not valuing yourself. And so I said, okay, well, let me try to see what I can do. And the funny part is, is the minute I increased the price, it was harder to get work. But, especially in those realms. But he then came back. And he hired me as part of one of the part-time companies that he was a part of. So it was my very first gig. And for a lot of people, look, $2,000 a month was not a lot. But for somebody who was coming out of transitional family housing, it was quite a few dollars. And I remember it because it was the very first time that I could actually give my kids uh, some of at least the basic things that I can give. And I give that story because I use that model to this day. When you get to this level, at least the level I'm in, you start looking back and you don't take anything for granted. And it's because you went through all this struggle and you went through everything. Look, my last name is Fernandez. So... If we want to sit there and talk about all the different oppressions and so forth that are taking place, we fall into that category. I'm a Fernandez, so I have the automatic strike of being Latino. And, you know, if you want to fall into those categories to try to say that everything is holding you back, that's fine. There are some instances where that your neighborhood, your community can hold you back. The the people that you live with can hold you back. The the job that you're currently in can hold you back. I refuse to allow that to take place. I made my own path. And where there was a lot of people who said you couldn't do it, there was also some other people that said, don't listen to those people, make it happen. And so I did. And I worked my way up to where I am now. You know, we're able to at least have the comforts of life that everyone is meant to have. And I say that because I gave a quote on social media where I said, don't ever let anybody take your dreams from you. Don't let them say you can't accomplish them. Every single person was meant for greatness. And that is a fact. You just have to find out what that thing is. And you can. Just search for it. Work hard at it. Have some perseverance. Have some consistency. Don't give up. Even when it's bad. Don't give up. And you'll definitely be able to achieve it forward. So... Through all that, I was able to offer, you know, my kids at least a good education and be able to provide at least some type of environment where they can grow. And so, you know, that was my struggle. And, you know, it was one of those one of those long struggles. It took me 14 years for that struggle to take place. For some people, it doesn't take that long. But for me, it took 14 years. So that was my struggle. And I thought I'd share that with you today. So I'm going to go back to Angel City Fiddle Squad. And here is their other single called Look My Way.
1: I took a little trip outside of my neighborhood. Time and the living's easy. I'm feeling so good in my soul. And I see you coming up my way. I get on my knees and pray. I said, I said, baby, the feeling when you're walking by really drives me crazy. Quiero que me veas, quiero que me veas, and I said, baby, we can run away together, you could be my lady, y quiero que me veas, quiero que me veas, just look my. Way.
0: Is again Angel City Fiddle Squad. By the way, if you were trying to find them, you can actually reach them on their website. And their website is www.angelcityfiddle squad.com. And you can reach them on social media, Instagram, like Fiddle Squad. And they are also available on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and more. They're pretty much everywhere. Just look up Angel City Fiddle Squad and you will find them. So very good. Love the music. Absolutely amazing. So I got a question from somebody that says, when can we organize a virtual brainstorm session for all of us to talk? That's actually a great idea. I've actually wanted to do that for some time, is to create kind of like one big Zoom meeting and try to invite as many Latinos as a Zoom meeting holds. I think it's like 100 people to try and see if there is a topic that we can kind of all talk about or have kind of like a Latino seminar. You know, where we can discuss some of the stigmas, some of the different stereotypes that are being offered to us and for us to be able to kind of put our ideas together as to how we can increase the awareness in our community. So kind of a good question. Very good. Very good. Uh, it says, I see your family and you do a lot of things on social media. Is your whole family in the entertainment industry? Believe it or not, the majority of the people in our, our house are content creators or some type of creator. So all of my kids actually are in the creative field. So my daughter is an actress and if you wanted to look her up it's at the Brie Fernandez. She's a part of Smile Squad and they do content creating, you know, to try to make people's lives more enjoyable. And so what they do is every week they record a whole segment of episodes and then they release them to the public. They're actually pretty funny. So my other daughter is Veronica Fernandez, and she's actually at Ronnie. You know, you can visit her at www.ronniestudio.com, And she's a painter, and her work can be found in different galleries from east to west. And she's about to even go international in some cases. So very cool. My son is the person that you see running the entire social media platform. So if you've been paying attention to our Instagram, all of our posts... All of the different things that have been taking place there, most likely he had a direct hand in the decision making of what has been going on. So it's extremely grateful. They're extremely supportive. And it's kind of a weird household because our house was selected for the sole purpose of trying to meet everyone's different needs. So I have my little studio that's in the office. We have different compartmental parts of the house, which allow us to do what we do. So my daughter records all of her videos here and she has different actors that come and they record all over the house. So sometimes we have to be in a different area. My other daughter created a studio in the actual house. We, we converted the garage into an art studio and we have our own office. So it's actually one giant family of people creating different contents. And you'll see them, like we actually do those novelas And we brainstorm together. So we're kind of like bouncing ideas off of each other as the times go on. So very cool. Very cool. And that is, I mean, for the most part, that's our family in a nutshell. All right. So let's see. We have a few questions left. And then that'll be our Q&A show. So if we wanted to help with the show, where do we reach out to? Actually, that's a good question. And we've been extremely blessed because of the reason that we have roughly a team of about 13 to 14 people now. It started with four. And then my daughter came on as producer, my son came on as social media director. And as we started showcasing some of these shows, we started asking for help because we needed it to actually be able to, you know, do a lot of the content that we are producing these days. And it was great. A lot of people responded to it. We have people that we've worked with before, like we mentioned Juana Yala, who was there before, and many more. So if you're interested, what you need to do is just go to media at latinbablo.com. You just email media at latinbablo.com and just say, hey, I'm interested in helping out in whichever way I can. And we will bring you into the next Zoom meeting that takes place on Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And you can introduce yourself there. We'll try to find a place where you can help out. It is a passion project. So anything that we do here, a lot of it is going to be from the heart. We're just our focus is to try to reach the Latino community. If you're interested in an internship, we can offer that too. give us a message. You can also reach me on social media at the Latin babbler and send me a request there as well. So the last question is, what is your goal for the Latin babbler show? Oh, that's a loaded question. And the reason that's a loaded question is because we have so much that we want to get accomplished. And one of the things we're trying to do is we're trying to become a voice for the Latino community. And so we have to do that in many different ways. We want to make sure that we're able to reach out the different family age groups, that we're able to reach out adult, you know, conversations that we're able to kind of bring it down for different levels. We want to be able to give a voice to the voiceless. That is our main goal for the Latin Babbler show. And so every day you see that we keep offering those opportunities. And I'm just glad that so many people have taken a chance with us to allow us to be in their living room or their podcast apps or even on the website when they're listening on on Radio 89 or whether it's Seattle Hip Hop Radio. For us, it's very important that we keep growing this. We're going to have an In the Heights episode that's going to be coming out that is going to be discussing the controversies and the celebration of that movie. I think for us, our main issue is to try and Target the different things that people don't want to talk about. And that's what we want to do here at the Latin Babbler Show. So I wanted to thank everybody for humbling opening up your ears and listening to us every week. The support has been absolutely amazing and we couldn't have done it without each and every one of you guys. So again, thank you for listening to the Latin Babbler Show. From Tigera, Miss Rocky, El Bojique and the entire team. Thank you. So if you want to reach us, ladies and gentlemen, that is at Latin Babbler Show on all social media platforms. We are everywhere as far as where you can listen to us on Radio 89, Seattle Hip Hop Radio. You can go on any podcast app, whether it's Apple, Google, iHeartRadio. Don't forget to visit the website, www.latinbabbler.com. Visit us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. It's a very selective group. They actually get the articles before it even goes out to the public. So, if you want to get a heads up, just go to Facebook and type in the Latin Babbler Show, and our group will pop out. So, with that said, I'm the Latin Babbler, and we are out.